Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick, on Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Manifesting in the Bible. Today, we are going to read from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. If you don't know where Ecclesiastes is, it is in the Old Testament, around, like, right after Psalms, um, before Jeremiah, that kind of place. Um... I know that sometimes it's not a very well um, kind of read book. Um, It's not really quoted that much in church. So um, it's kind of why I chose this. My purpose of using Ecclesiastes 3 because it's not necessarily a specific verse and I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but I will state which verses that I I did read from. So we are going to start with verse 1 and Uh, This episode, I'm not going to take it line by line. I'm just kind of going to correlate, if that makes sense. So, Ecclesiastes 3, um, starting with verse 1. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and the time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Now, I'm going to skip. That was um, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. I'm going to skip to verse 11. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out that the work that God does from beginning to end. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. Now, my target verse is this verse 13 and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. Now, the reason why this is my target verse is because um, I know a lot of times growing up in the church, we don't necessarily enjoy the fruits of our labors. We are so busy doing and doing and doing that we don't necessarily sit down and enjoy what we've we've attained in life. 
the reason why I read the first eight verses is to let you know as a reminder that there is a time for everything. There is a time for doing. There is a time to also enjoy the gifts of God. It is an it, there is a time for you to enjoy the fruits of the labor. There are people who have worked for years, 30 years, decades, and who do not sit down and enjoy the fruits of their labor. Part of manifesting is to get whatever it is that you desire into your reality, right? On one hand, you work, 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 and then you get, right? With manifesting, we ask to receive. So if there is a time for you to work, there is a time for you to enjoy, there's also a time for you to manifest those things that you desire. That was my entire purpose of reading those first eight verses so that you can see there is a time for everything. And while the word manifesting may not be in the Bible, we have seen since we are on episode eight that the actions of manifesting are in the Bible. So to me, this is the time in our lives, especially as Christians, for us to take the, the word of God at its word. When he says, when Jesus says he came that he might, that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. We need to take that word and realize while it is a time to work, it's also a time to enjoy our, the fruits of our labor. And part of working to me is manifesting. No one wants to, to go to a job and stay in that position for the entire 30, 40 years that they're at that job. We want to manifest our leveling up at that job, right? And part of manifesting our leveling up is asking, believing that we will receive what we've asked for and persist in that belief. And then being grateful for what we've asked for before we get it and after we've gotten it. So manifesting isn't some woo, 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 woo that you've been taught or that you think or people have, you know, kind of thrown you away from. It is literally really what the, the world was made of. The Bible says he spoke and it came to pass. So if that is the case, what is stopping you from, number one, believing that you can manifest what you want and manifesting what you want? Let me clue you into something that you may not even realize. We manifest 24-7, whether you believe in manifesting or you don't. We manifest 24-7. What you believe to be true is true for you. That's the law of assumption. And as you believe something to be true, what happens? It comes into your reality or it manifests. 
That is what manifestation is. So whether you believe or not isn't the question because it's happening whether you believe or not. The same way with gravity. Whether you believe gravity or not, if you drop an apple, it will fall to the ground. (laughs) It's just as simple as that. So at the end of the day, manifesting is not something that is against the Bible and never should be taught that way by any Christian leader, pastor, or anyone else. Because the act, no matter what you put on the name, the act is described heavily throughout the Bible from the beginning in Genesis through to the end. So I want to, I just wanted to come on here and explain this verse, these verses or this scripture that I've read today because I wanted you to know there is a time for everything. And one of the things that there is always a time for is enjoying the good of your labor. It is the gift of God. Do you think he would require or give you a, a mean, the means to make all of this money and not enjoy the fruits of your labor? He said he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Not just abundant in wealth, it's abundant in health and abundant in happiness and peace and love, all of that. And while money cannot buy happiness, it can definitely aid in being happy. Why? Because if you want a big house or a house, money, you're going to need to get that house. If you are tired of walking and you want a car to drive, money, you're going to need to buy that car, right? If you are ready to go, like my favorite place or Yeah, I'll say place. My favorite place to be on earth is where there's beautiful white sandy beaches and crystal beautiful turquoise water. My favorite place right now in America is um, Destin, Florida. Those beaches, you don't even know that you are still attached to the U.S. when you're in Destin because the sand is white, the beach is turquoise, palm trees everywhere. It's a beautiful little town and I love it so much. So I go there at least once a year. Why? Because I I go to to get the ambiance. I go to look and see like how could anybody say there is no God when I am looking at this expansive ocean and it is not flooding me. It literally tapers off to little waves in the sand. Like this doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me how people could say there is no God when you could just go and look at the ocean and say there, something is stopping the ocean from coming towards me and filling me up. There's something. So for me to, to reconnect and to 
just be in awe of God, I go to the beach and I go stare at the ocean and I stare in amazement and in wonderment. But in order for me to get there, to get into my happy place, I need money to do it, right? So don't neglect the reveling in the 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 labor or the the gifts of your labor don't don't neglect that when you've worked so hard and you've made all of this money it's not just for you to take care of your family it's also for you to take care of you for you to be happy that is the reason why it is okay for you to manifest a good life because he wants you to live abundantly. So ask, go to Mark 11. He tells you to ask, believing that you will receive. If you believe even just a little bit, like, have you ever seen how small a mustard seed is? If you could just have the faith of a mustard seed, he, could, he said, you can tell this mountain to be removed and, oh, and, and go over there. All you need is a little bit. To, to do that just a tiny little bit he's not requiring much for you to get the life that you want he's not requiring much so my, my takeaway from this and I hope your takeaway from this is manifesting is real it is ordained by God whether you believe in the name believe in the actions because it's ordained by God Live your life. Be happy. And whatever it is that you want, be clear and concise. Believe that you will receive it and persist in the assumption that you have it and that it is a done deal. Okay. I'm done. I'm done preaching at you for today. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for always, always, always tuning in to me listening to me ramble about subjects that I love manifesting and the Bible two subjects I love put together yes let's do it um, don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude have a ha have an enormously blessed day today Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify.